And today I'm joined by the very interesting Jürgen Strauss from Avalon, Victoria, near Geelong. Welcome to the show, Jürgen. Thanks, Julian. It's a privilege to be on the When at Work show and um, yeah, see the images there from the waterfront at Geelong. Yeah, it looks very nice. It's uh, not always that sunny in Geelong, but it's still very beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. It is It is sunny outside today. So. Oh, perfect. And yeah. now Jürgen is what I would consider an absolute podcast veteran. And I was just talking to him today and he told me he just recorded his 500th episode um, and he does two episodes a week, which is just absolutely incredible to me. And Jürgen, I mean, people know somewhat that they should be doing podcasting, but they, they don't really get why and can you tell us what sort of impact um you know podcasting has had on you and how long it took for you to get traction with your audience and with what you're doing with mm. your business yeah great question i i started podcasting about seven and a half years ago when i first started i i decided i was going to talk about innovation in various aspects and looking at it from the business mindset and from marketing and sales tactics, but then we expanded out into a lot of peripheral activities. I chose to reach out to a lot of the people that I had strong relationships with, professional relationships in my corporate career, and they were spread all over the world because I'd had this in series of international roles. And I thought the podcast is a great way to reconnect with those people have conversations about what they're doing right now. A lot of them were in senior executives, CEOs and, and um, managing directors of really innovative companies doing some exciting things. So I was able to catch up with them and have these conversations. And very quickly, they introduced me to other people in similar situations to them. And I started to realize this is a great way to learn stuff i get to speak to an expert in their field for sometimes an hour and learn everything that i want to learn in that time by asking questions and then i get to share it with my audience so the the audience started to build up as as i spoke about podcast as we promoted it as i did my own networking outside of that podcasting space and probably about episode 50 or so, I started to realize this this was actually bringing me business. People were actually talking to me after the podcast. Guests were saying, hey, we need your help with something because I'd built a relationship with them and because they saw how I approached things and they liked the way I did that. And so they thought, you know, they trusted me enough to uh, allow me to help with in other areas. And then I got very intentional about using podcasting as part of the marketing process that we use and really built the whole system around the podcast, make it very efficient from the moment we first identify who's going to be a guest on the show right through to after the episode is published, how to maintain the conversations with that guest, how to maintain those relationships and I call it now the flywheel because it's got its own momentum. It's, it's virtually impossible to stop now. And I was telling you before we started recording that we've got guests booked for recording out into June and we've got episodes already recorded, ready to publish out into May. 
Excellent. And one thing you did mention, which I think is interesting, first of all, is that you you just were interested in, in doing the podcast and you weren't sort of in a hurry to monetize it or make it grow your business and you were interested in learning from people. And that is another uh, huge benefit of doing a podcast uh, or even guesting on podcasts is that you're talking to somebody and they may be some sort of expert and you're learning. You learn so much, don't you, Jürgen? And um, mm. the other thing was that you then just discovered that you were building relationships and obviously this no like and trust factor is 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 how we decide who we want to do business with and it was helping your business and um another point that you mentioned was you worked out a strategy for maintaining contact at the end of with your guests so yeah. do you want to tell us a bit about that because that's something a lot of people won't know and that's something that you learn from experience that's right so the my philosophy around the whole thing came out of our, our marketing philosophy, which is creating an exceptional experience for the, the customer. And in this case, creating an exceptional experience for the guest, as well as the listeners, of course. And part of that philosophy is that it's not over when you make the sale in the marketing. And for the podcast, it's not over when we've recorded the show. So the the ongoing conversations are really important. Some of the things we do is just regular check-ins with the people that we've had on the show as guests. So it might be an email. I usually follow up a week later with a thank you video, a personalized video that I send them, thanking them for coming on the show and just emphasizing some of the takeaways that I myself had from the conversation. And then we make it really easy for the guests to help promote the show by providing them with a whole lot of assets that we put together for social media promotion, for example. And after that, it's, it's just regular content of different forms. It might be a quick mention on LinkedIn. It might be um, an, a short email touching base. After about... Uh, it was at episode 250 I came up with this idea of what what would wouldn't it be cool if we brought a whole lot of guests together and had kind of a party so I, I started off saying this is a virtual party to celebrate episode 250 and those turned into kind of not really networking events as such but events where people actually had some deeper conversations with one another got to meet new people and that led to the guests, some of those guests connecting and doing joint ventures together, or some of them were podcasters, and so they'd identify new guests, or, or those that weren't podcasters identified other podcast hosts where they could um, go on their show as guests. So there are a lot of uh, things that happened around that, and that, that kind of built a community around the podcast and right now we're in the process of actually formalizing that community by creating a space, an online space where people can come in and have those conversations, whether I'm there or not. So it's outside of the specific events. It's always there to have those conversations. And in time, I'm planning on actually bringing listeners or giving listeners the ability to go onto that site and continue conversation or actually engage in a one-on-one -on -one conversation with the guests after they've heard their episode and if they like what they've heard that's incredible and and how often are you having these multi uh, events now just we once off 
No, we have been doing them once once a month. We've kind of um, slowed down a little bit because we did uh, three panel recordings for the episode 500 event. Um, so we did panel recordings there of the actual podcast and we're about to start doing those events again on a monthly basis. And um, this this place that you're building, is this like some sort of WordPress site that you, you've, you've built around your podcast? Well, if you imagine a Facebook group but not on Facebook, that's that's pretty much what it is. And it has the ability to do live streams on there so we can have live stream events on there or we could just um, have um, events that are not necessarily streamed there but are recorded and the ability to um, have various subgroups inside of that group. So, for example, there's a group in there that's just for the podcast guests so they can have their own specific area and then there's a general group where in time there'll be a lot of people in that community and and many of them might be listeners or people that have just found us through other means interesting and um and where is this what's the url for that so i can check it out flywheelnation.com flywheel nation okay that's uh, a very good idea and you've only just started doing that, have you? That's right. That's sort of brand new as we speak. Wow, interesting. And um, with your your business, what are the, the, the problems that you're solving for people and are most of them coming through, you know, as, as former guests and, and hosts, sorry, former guests and listeners? Yeah. A lot of them are coming through as as listeners, some as form as guests, uh, and some we get through our other marketing channels. The problems we solve generally it's around producing information and getting visibility in in the online space. So it might be content, it might be emails, email marketing, it might be podcasting, um, or it might be video. But then leveraging that through social media promotions and through other means and really building that deep connection with the dream client. So we go through quite a comprehensive structured process where we start out with, well, what's what's my skill? What's my uh, philosophy? What's my vision for the business? What are my strengths? What do I bring to the table here? Then who's the dream client that needs help with that who's the dream client that i can contribute to their success with and then matching that all up together how do i begin a conversation with them how do i deliver that exceptional experience i mentioned and how do we go through the process that once once we agree that they engage my services or buy my product how do i continue that exceptional experience beyond the sale um, not just in delivering the product or delivering the service, but actually going beyond that again and having those customers for life and having them, turning them into raving fans so that they're generating new business for me as well. So it's it's that uh, marketing um, flywheel again. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And um, can you give us like a case study example of, of a customer that's gone from sort of not knowing what they're doing and, and how you've been able to help them? Yeah, well, one, one of our 
clients uh, was was doing a lot of in-person workshops and of course when all the COVID stuff happened and lockdowns and so on that all of a sudden dried up so we quickly transitioned into turning those into online workshops and had to transition also in, in a lot of the marketing into because a lot of the marketing before was word of mouth directly through in-person networking events and smaller events that would lead up to these bigger workshops. So one of the things that was already in place was a podcast and we just ramped that podcast up and leveraged that podcast through um, having kind of specific lessons in each episode and lead magnets that were available then to the listener to take the next step and implemented email marketing on the back of those lead magnets that continued those conversations and as a result of that uh, um, we actually they're actually in the third throw of um, this what essentially is a seven day full time course um, in person, so it's live, that's now virtual online, and the third intake coming through, and it's proven to be very successful, so much so that they're thinking about, they want to get back to do in person, but they're thinking about uh, there's probably going to be some in person and some online, and the balance might shift to more online in the future, even aside from any lockdowns. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. Yes, and um, Jürgen, what should people do if they they need help? And look, Jürgen is somebody who has done uh, fantastic stuff with his podcast, and you, I can just tell that he has is uh, got a very good understanding of of how to how to use it, how to how to provide value, and then how to keep you know building relationships. So you you probably need to speak to somebody like Jürgen if you are a bit confused. And I know a lot of people are out there, uh, solopreneurs and, and even companies. Um, how do they reach out and, and get into your your funnel? Yeah, that, go I to my website. Funnel, but... Yeah, go to my, I, I don't like the word funnel. But anyway, yeah, go, I know what you mean. Go to my website, innovabiz.com.au. And on there uh, are a couple of things. One is the flywheel process. So you can actually look at our entire process for the Innova Buzz podcast from starting identifying guests or actually from why am I doing the podcast right through identifying guests, inviting guests, building those relationships, delivering that exceptional experience, how we, what tools we use, how we do each step. So that's all there and available to check out. And there's also a little speech bubble where I come up on video where you can actually reply to that question. I think I ask what can I, what brought you here today and what can I assist you with? So you can either send me a text message or an audio message or even record your own video, reply to that, and that begins the conversation. Fantastic. Well, uh, I'd like to thank you for coming on, Jürgen. I've learned um, quite a lot about what you're doing, and I'm very curious to have a look, and I'm going to go check out enoviz.com.au 
and and check out what you're doing with your program for your wisdom thank you thanks no very worries. much well, i appreciate it julian and yeah appreciate what you're doing as well no worries and everybody go check out um Jürgen's podcast as well if you want to see somebody who's um, done a very successful long-term podcast worth having a look at thanks for listening everyone and thanks for watching and i'll see you very soon bye